Now, Bold Nonsense presents Drinking in the Draft with Disney and the Captain. Ta 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 ta. I love you, man. That's, you can't do any better than that. I seen your picture. Your name and lots of love it. What's up, everybody? This this is the we just got done uh, recording running backs, but we're diving into the linemen now. This is the promised midweek second part to uh, this week's episode. Whatever, however you want to do it. This is drinking in the draft. I'm Disney. This is the captain. Ahoy. And we are going to break down defensive linemen. We're going to give um, round grades, strength and weaknesses, uh, maybe a little bit of comps, but I don't know. Less less comp heavy, more fit team uh, heavy. How they can help the team that you love or how they could screw everything up. Yeah. Okay, so let's do it. Let's uh, let's just break this stuff down, and uh, let me get to it. Do you wanna? We wanna do what we did with running backs. You wanna yeah. do it with your top five? Do you yeah. wanna react to this time? How do you wanna do it? I'll uh, I'll start with my top five. You wanna give your top five? All right. Yeah. All right. I'll start. I was with just num- getting to my five. Okay. okay. I'll start with uh, start with my five. Number five. Still haven't quite figured out how to say his name. I'm pretty sure I got it though. Uh, Justin Matabuki. I think a, it's Bouquet. I've heard Buki. Uh, uh, I've heard both ways. Yeah. Uh, out of Texas A&M, 6'3", 304. Uh, round grade, I have late second round. Okay. Um, let me find out where he is. He is outside my top five at six. So just outside the top five. And remember... This again, just like running backs, this is a very one of the better classes. Yeah. Um, one of the better position groups, I should say, for this draft. Um, so being six is not like uh, me hating him. This is just yeah. It's uh what splitting hairs is the yeah, splitting hairs is something people say. Getting into picky with this. So, so yeah, There's I someone. have Matabuke at six. Uh, late. What did you say for round? I said late second. Was, I, I, I was thinking late second to third. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking. I'm now that I'm rethinking it. It would probably. I'm liking a more early to mid third. Um, okay. On, yeah. On him. Yeah, I'm uh, fine with that. So strength. Uh, he's pretty explosive, uh, and he gets a he gets a lot of penetration um, on the O line, uh, and weakness. He's not very long. Uh, which could hurt him. Yeah. Uh, and he's pretty inconsistent on effort and production. Um, watching his his film, uh, there were just some plays where it was just kind of like, where is this guy? Yeah. How? Why is he not having any impact right now? <laughs> yeah. So so this will kind of tell you a little bit about with his um his combine numbers. He was fourth in the class in bench reps. At 31, that's at 225 pounds. And then the three cone and the 40 were average. Yeah. And that's kind of what he's going to be. He's yeah. average in terms of like the bend and the run, mm-hmm. but he's more, I have him as more of a powerful guy. I even have a note here that's 
its power over athleticism yeah. from Matabuki or whatever, however you want to say it. Um, he's strong at the point of contact. I do like he has active hands. Mm-hmm. And they work a lot. They don't stop. Um, he has shocking power at times, and then he can anchor. He can he can take on blocks, and he's not getting pushed back. Yeah. The reason he fell for me is that his feet don't tie. His hips and his feet are a little tight. They don't tie to his hands. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't control blocks with his hands. He has to overpower people. So yeah. he's not like grabbing and moving. He is hitting and hoping that after that he can then put on a move. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and his uh, his fit like for for scheme, he's pretty versatile. Uh, yeah. He could he could play in a lot of different spots, um, and his size, lack of length, um, the amount of penetration he gets, and his active hands. Uh, I went with Aaron Donald for a comp. Now, now, I, right. <laughs> now I don't. I don't think he's going to be the same player. It was just he kind of reminds me of this guy. Um, I don't think he will be Aaron Donald. He will be a poor man's. Not Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah, it, I, it was all. He the has side, these kind of similar yeah, traits. He, yeah, and, he kind of looks like that, but. But yes, he does kind of have the build of Aaron Donald. Build active hands. Yeah, get some good. But his hands but aren't. Yeah, his hands aren't going to be just keeping with the trying to build the picture. So picture Aaron Donald, if he didn't have the smart hands, like if they moved a lot, but don't yeah. have the the expertise in the moves. Yeah. He could get there with his yeah. hands, but where he'll he'll never get to is the hips and feet aren't ever going to be as athletic as Aaron Donald. But yeah, that is kind of a good picture to give is Aaron Donald with worse feet and hips. (laughs) So like his hands can be nice, but but you don't have... Aaron Donald's so good because it's like the hands will move you. And then once you're moved, he'll run through, he'll run by you and you can't recover. Matabuke could move you with his hands, Mm -hmm. but he'll allow O-linemen to recover. Yeah. Um... Because he doesn't have the the feet and hips, but yeah, so that's kind of the picture you're gonna get. Yeah, cool. Let me go four. All right, four. I've got Ross Blacklock from TCU. Okay. okay. Uh, why don't you give some rounds and stuff that we'll talk about? Him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I said mid second round. Okay. I'm thinking that's gonna be more late second, early third. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of moving people around. Um, I think he has good power. Uh, he's pretty good acceleration off the ball. Um, I do not think he processes well. Um, he kind of gets stuck and looks like he's just looking around to see where he should go. Um, and he doesn't have great change of direction. Not very athletic. Okay, so I have Blacklock at eight right now. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of a different. I'm, I was thinking, you know, late third to fourth, somewhere in, in the fourth, most likely. Um, I do think so. Some of the things that you said on him, um, that yeah, he he's got some upside in pass rush ability. Like he's not, you know, incompetent there. The thing, really, okay, I'll talk about why he dropped for me and then get into why he's, you know, still in the eight. <laughs> um, he doesn't penetrate a lot. There's less penetration I saw. Um, 
no second move and the double team. He, he's, he struggles with double teams a lot. And so he needs one-on-one action. And he then he's, he's pretty good one-on-one action. He's got moves and he's got second moves even. Um, I like him one-on-one. The double teams is where it's going to be rough. However, going from college where you can be focused, where he's you know one of the betters, to the NFL, where hopefully you know, hopefully he's not the best player on his defensive line, <laughs> so he can get more one on ones. There you go. Now yeah. it can be. Now we can you know boost the production a little bit, and I think have a little bit better chance to excel. Uh, yeah, I think you're spot on. Uh, I didn't love his film. Uh, honestly, mm. I when I watched a lot of the interior D linemen, I felt there was a quite a steep drop off. Mm. Um. And so he could have easily been six yeah. or seven for me. Um, I also don't, I didn't, he he, had, he was in a frog stance. Yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't either. I, don't he, know, I thought he was a little slow out of it. Yeah. And also he, it looked like he was late getting into it a lot where he was, oh, when yeah. I was watching film, he would, he, they would, they moved around so much on their defense where he'd get lined up and he, he'd like just get his hands down and they're not even fully done. Like, you can tell he's yeah. still back in his stance and ball snapped. Yeah. And he's kind of standing straight up because he doesn't have any lean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I noticed that. Uh, and so, fit, uh, I think he's a, a good 4-3 uh, three tech. A guy that can, like, the one tech's going to kind of be a buster and move the the o-line he does not move o-linemen very well yeah i think he's gonna be have to be a guy that accelerates and gets by people um, yeah it's only six three two ninety yeah so it's a little small compared to some of the heights and weights you'll see yeah um with some of these other guys but yeah he, he doesn't he does does need a little bit of that a little bit of space to work yeah and accomplice gerald mccoy uh, like we talked, mm. like we talked off air. Uh, I like doing comps more uh, ceiling rather than floor. So yeah. I think I think his ceiling is a poor man's Gerald McCoy. Okay. Yeah, yeah I can I can definitely see that. Yeah. Okay. What What about three? So three, I have Javon Kinlaw. Okay. Uh, at a South Carolina, um, really athletic. Yeah. Uh, really tall. Six five. I have six six. Okay. Yeah. Six, six five six six three hundred and twenty four. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Um, he's real athletic uh, and he's pretty powerful. Um, he just doesn't have very good technique. He, it yeah. and he's he, and he's pretty slow processing. Kind of like uh, I said for Blacklock, uh, or no, yeah, for Blacklock. Um, it seems like. I, I want to look into this, but it seems like he hasn't been playing football very long. It seems like he's a he was a big dude, this athletic, and they were yeah. like, "You should play D line for us." Um, well, he was a JUCO guy. Okay, um, so he comes from there, I believe. Um, yeah, he's got a really cool story. Yeah, and you know, he's somebody who seems like he appreciates it. You know, I was, I was hearing today, homeless at times. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't you know was without food and yeah you know in those circumstances um one of those football saved my life uh life kind of guy yeah and just saying things like like you know 
sometimes he feels like he doesn't deserve right. being at the combine and yeah. and being in this spotlight because you you came from from nowhere. Yeah. You shouldn't. The odds were stacked against you to be there, and yet he's here, and he's very appreciative of it. So I think he's going to go in wanting to work. Yeah. And fix those things. That's yeah, always yeah. an upside. And, and that's why I have him at three is because his technique isn't good, but his traits are some... He could easily go... Uh, oh, and I didn't say... Uh, I have him as an early second round because I think somebody's going gra- gonna to grab him. I have him early too as well. And he's, somebody's going to grab him and develop him into a real good D-lineman. I, I think he could be a very good defensive lineman in the NFL. Yeah, uh, some of the things you said, athlete, um, uh, penetrator. He, he's very disruptive, even yeah. without those those like techniques, uh, the good fundamentals. Um, and where do you, where do you have him? Uh, Javon Kent two. Okay, so I have him, I have him at two. I have him pretty high just because of like the physical traits. Yeah, are are crazy to me um and even without the bat with the bad technique he was pretty productive and one of the one of the better players um i think he needs to get to get better at he lunges a lot Mm -hmm. because he doesn't have he he doesn't anchor all that well yeah he's an athlete so he's not gonna hunker down and just like sit and try and take on people he's an athlete he wants to move so he tends to lunge um, and I think people will help, like you said. You can when you watch his tape, you can see oh NFL coaching. Yeah, you can see where it could get him for sure. Uh, and that has him at two for me, three for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really good athlete needs to f- kind of fine tune everything. Yeah. But somebody who I think could definitely do it. Yeah, I think he could. He could be a good uh, four three three tech. Um, yeah, I think or, he would be elite there, or a or a D end in a, in an odd front. Um, yeah. And I have him, I had him comped with like a Leonard Williams, but then I was I was watching him play, and I was like, this guy might be Julius Peppers. Uh, just his, he's got like the exact size and athleticism, and so I was like, gotta give him Julius. Yeah, that's that's a pretty high upside. Yeah, I don't think he bends quite as well. Oh, he's not gonna have the probably bend. probably not. Yeah, but but. Uh yeah, he's he's somebody who can be extremely productive. Yeah. Just his size athleticism. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of package. Yeah. Is what you're talking about. For sure. Um I, I look at him clowny. Yeah. You know, clowny is peppers without the band. Yeah. That's kinda how I see. It. Yeah. Uh, okay, how about two? Neville Gallimore. Alright. Out of Oklahoma. Okay. Alright. Uh he's real agile. Uh, yeah. For his for round, for, uh, give us a round. Where do you oh, think? Oh right, uh, early second. Okay, all right. So real, real close with Kinlaw. Um, Got it. Uh, and yeah, agile guy uh, for being six two three zero one, and he's got a good motor. I like that. Yeah. I like that that he. You could tell he's playing hard the whole game. Um, yeah, and I don't. He's not very long, which is I think a, uh, could be an issue. Yeah, but, I mean, he doesn't need to be. Yeah. Um. So I've got Kinlaw at seven. I have Gallimore. At, sorry, I have Gallimore at seven. Okay. Um. 
a third to four fourth round guy. Okay. Um, some of the things for me, he was a little. There's not a lot of length there. Um, I didn't. So I'll just say why why he drops for me, why he's lower for me than you. I thought he leaned a lot on offensive linemen instead of controlling them. Um, I really didn't. His hands and feet just. His feet had a really hard time of following his hands, um, which is kind of is is big for me because that's like the finisher to whatever yeah. move you've got, uh, and I didn't think he had it. Although his hands in the it always seemed like he had really good ideas of what to do. Mm-hmm. He had answers to what offensive line offensive linemen were trying to do to him with his hands and his brain, but his feet and hips couldn't follow those. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that knocked him for me, um, and and then like side to side movement balance. Yeah, he gets washed really easily yeah. a lot. Um, so that was kind of a negative for me. But he does he shows multiple moves in pass rush, violent hands. I have high motor as well. I actually have relentless. Yeah, because it, a lot of chase down tackles, which is always impressive. Somebody who plays like that. If he could bump in and be a small, small one, yeah, he he's gonna he's gonna create a lot of headaches for guards and centers. Yeah, and I have I have him as someone who could be a good four three one tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's where he fits. Yeah, yeah. Okay, how about uh, your one? Who's your big guy? Derek Brown. Yeah, Auburn. <laughs> yeah, dude is unreal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this is not for, this is not close. No. He is easily... He had a, a fairly bad... Not bad... Uh, combine? Who cares? Yeah. That, <laughs> it, yeah. That's, I bring it up to say it doesn't matter. Yeah. He's not a jumper. He's not a you know a leaper. He's not a runner. I want he's, him on the ground. He's a tosser. He yeah. will throw you. His understanding... Because he didn't actually bench all that well. He was seventh in the class. Yeah. Which is... A, it's a lot of guys, but... Seventh in class, not it's average ish. Yeah. But his understanding of how to mix upper body strength with lower body explosion yeah. tosses people. Yeah. Which is weird because I have one of his weaknesses pad level. He didn't he doesn't play with great pad level mm-hmm. and he's still able to move people like that. Yeah. So it it's it's crazy if a coach can get him to play with good pad level and use leverage with the amount of strength he has, he could be dominant. Yeah, I have, um, him, I have him as an early first. I have early to mid first. Yeah, which, early early to mid first. Yeah. And I kind of think that part of the reason that he doesn't have, you know, great pad level all the time and still moves people is because he keeps them guessing. Yeah. He's got pass rush moves oh, yeah. and interior pass rush moves yeah. um, that are really good. He has really good feet and hips with those. And then he'll bull you. So yeah. he'll he'll show you everything. So an offensive lineman, unlike a lot of the guys in this class, can't don't know what's coming. Yeah. And I, I have another one of the strengths. So strengths, power, and athleticism. It might not be explosiveness, like leaping and and all of that, but in the box and off he can ball. move. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so that's why so I have him four three one tech or a three four nose. Uh, yeah, he, he could he could do both. Or if you wanted to kick him out at a as a three tech, he could do that too. And I have him comp with uh, Sue. 
Mm. I think they're very similar players with the amount of power that he has yeah. and size and yeah, um, yeah, just ability. Yeah, one of the the elite things that he does is his bench to offensive linemen and benching an offensive lineman just means you're creating contact and then you extend your arms. Uh, so the offensive lineman is kind of leaning back and you've got control with your hands. He does that at an unbelievable level. Yeah. Um, I also have, he's disruptive without sack production, which means not that he can't get sack production, but he doesn't need it oh, to yeah. be disruptive. No, not at all. To ruin a game. Every down effort, I, I have a note that said he almost requires a double team. Um, and then just a couple of notes on him. He was SEC Student Athlete Leadership Council. That is a voted position by other SEC head coaches. So they were like, this guy needs to be one of the better oh, yeah. leaders in the conference. He won the Lot Impact Trophy. Uh, which combines everything from academics to um, community service yeah, to it's leadership. On-field on and off-field yeah. character. It's it's the person. It's yeah. everything. And then he played he, – so he ended the season 55 tackles, 12 and a half tackles for loss, four sacks, uh, four – I can't read my own handwritings uh, – pass breakups, two forced fumbles – he played LSU, Oregon, <laughs> and Bama this year. Yeah. And he still ended up with some of the better numbers in, in the country. Yeah. That tells you. He's not beating up on, uh, you know, terrible teams. He yeah. is putting up numbers against really good teams. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, he, oh, did I say he's my number one as well? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's, he's going to be a game breaker for sure. Yeah. He's, he, should, he shouldn't get out of the top. Six. Yeah. For it for me. Um, okay, so give me your top five again. So top five. Uh Matabuki. Okay. Uh Blacklock. Okay. Kinlaw. Gallimore. Brown. Alright, I'll go through my top five. Uh my top five start five is Marlon Davidson. He is the other Auburn defensive yeah. lineman. Uh, I've got him as a mid mid second. I think I even have the note. NFL coaching could unlock this guy. Yeah, I have I have him at eight for me. Um, mm. He really good power. Uh, he's not as quick and agile as I'd like him to be. Um, but for his size, oh for I sure, mean, he's yeah. six three three oh three. Yeah, and he's got he's got deep, he's got flexibility. He can play inside and outside. Yeah, and I have him as a late third. So really, I have. Mm. All eight of them, I have them in the in the top three rounds. Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily correct. Uh, I need to watch more film, but yeah. Uh, yeah, he ended up with 12, 12 and a half tackles for loss, seven and a half sacks, and remember he again he played forty eight tackles, and again he played Oregon, LSU, Bama, um, and he's kind of competing with Derek Brown. Um, yeah, he's in there <laughs> racing to yeah. to the quarterback. He's got a lot of moves. I think he's got good hand placement, although he plays a little high. Um, and his hands are a little light. He's always kind of trying to think of how to get around guys yeah. rather than hitting, striking strong, and mm -hmm. then working. Um, so that's – I have him at five. Four for me is Jordan Elliott from Missouri. Um, Jordan Elliott, 6'4", 302 of his second rounder. He's another uh, great athlete. He transferred from Texas to Missouri – 
So he had to sit out 2017, and he won in, in 2017. He was awarded the scout team player of the year. Mm-hmm. So it kind of shows you, like he's not even the scout team. Like he knows he's gonna play. Yeah, transferring from Texas, he was yeah. a big recruit. Um, and but to still put in that effort was a big yeah. note for me. Um, he's really good initial initial pop. He's a really good athlete for his for his weight. Uh, just moves really well. Um, loses his vision's not great. He gets washed a little bit, um, and he's inconsistent. But I think if he can kind of tie that together again, we're upside guys. Like yeah, like we're, we're guys who look at the upside. Yeah, I have him at six. Um, mm-hmm. So not that far off from yeah. you. Yeah, uh, mid third round, uh, and I think he's he's real quick and athletic off yeah. the ball, um, and his technique isn't great. Um, but other than that, I think he's he's going to be uh, pretty good. Yeah, I, th- I think he fits more of the defensive end mold in the NFL rather than yeah a th- a three tech or a one tech. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a strong defensive end would fit him well. Yep. Um, my three is I think I'm higher a lot higher on him than I than most people. Raekwon Davis from Alabama. Uh, He's large. He is six, <laughs> six, six, 311 pounds. I have him as a second rounder. Um, he, his hands are elite. He yeah. might have the best hands in this class. Mm-hmm. He gets his hands on an offensive lineman, and he moves them exactly how he wants to. The only knock, he would be one if his hips and feet were better. He's okay. a little bit of a plotter. Um uh, so he's you know he's not fast he's yeah. not he he's not gonna be he's not gonna pop with athleticism. Uh, I actually when I started watching him I was like all right this guy is gonna be down there and the more film I watched mm-hmm. the higher he kept climbing because he just kept dominating people yeah. and even finding without the you know he ran a five one two for his forty. Not and terrible. Seven nine five three cone, which is you know yeah. not terrible, but it's at the lower end yeah. of average. Um, and he still found ways to to rush a passer because yeah. his hands are so good. So yeah, uh, so I have him at seven. Okay. Um, he's got good length and power. Yeah. Uh, I think when you're saying feet and hands or feet, what'd you say feet and eyes? Uh, yeah. His feet aren't great. His uh, feet and hips aren't going to follow his hips. hips. Yeah. Uh, I just have rush tools. Uh, not not yeah. great. But, yeah. But but if the, that gets going. Yeah. I, I don't know if it. Be. I don't think it ever will. I don't. Yeah. His his feet are never going to be super fast. Yeah. But the way he controls offensive linemen, yeah. you don't lose that. Yeah. And so and he anchors well. He, he never gets moved right. unless you throw, like I, I write on here, LSU was focusing on him. Mm-hmm. So he was getting doubled and tripled a lot. And that's when you start to get movement where he's trying, you can tell he's trying to fight in, with his anchor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It, anchor just means like, it, for the listeners, anchor just means like when you start to get pushback, you put your feet in the ground and you go nowhere. Right. That is anchoring down in. Kind of uh, plugging the hole or keeping the line of scrimmage where it is. That's anchoring. He does that really well. Um, 
his technique is phenomenal. He's the opposite of Ken Law. Yeah. Where, you know, he's not his athlete, but his technique's phenomenal. And Ken Law's the opposite, who I have at two. And we already talked about these guys. I have then Kinlot two and Derek Brown at one. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about your eight, 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 seven, and six? So I have so I I have Jordan Elliott at six, who we talked about. Yep. Raekwon Davis at seven, who we talked about, and eight is Marlon Davidson for me. Okay. Um, I've got Ross Blacklock at eight, so we talked about him already. Um, Neville Gallimore at seven and uh, Justin Matabuki at six. Um, and again, those guys. We we did we talk about everyone? We did. Was our top five that our top five was very different then? Yeah, yeah, it was very different. I think we only agreed on Derek Brown. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, hey. D Lime is kind of like that. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't watch enough film, honestly. Uh, okay. uh, watched like yeah a game and a half for each person. So, uh, like you, so like with you saying Raekwon Davis kept climbing each more film you watched. Yeah, I might have just had him where you had him before you started watching more film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's one that sneaks up on you, but yeah. I, I think he'll be an even better pro, especially if he can go to somebody with like a great with other good linemen. Yeah. Like, if he could get... A, if the Bears could find a way to get him... Yeah. And put him at their three-tech... Yeah, that'd be nice. With the, the edges that they've got with Mac and... I, now I'm going to forget who the other... Guy, Jordan something... Their Reed... I can't remember. Um, and then their, their zero... Or their one... Um, yeah. And their four-three. Their one is... Hayes... I think so. I think yeah. it's his. Um, so, yeah, if they could add him, he would just never be in the wrong Oh, spot. yeah. Yeah, that'd be real nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's the D-line. The D uh, interior D-line is... There's a lot of potential Yeah. in the interior D-line. Derek Brown is one of the top players in the entire draft. Um, a lot of potential with the rest of them. What could they be will be really interesting to see. And they, you know, things could change for us. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. And I think of the eight we talked about, I think it's pretty clear that Derek Brown is the one that is. He's gonna be. He Remember could, that he, name. Yeah, he could easily be a superstar in the league. The rest of them are more dev, developmental guys, yeah. where they're gonna get. They need some coaching, and they'll then they'll be. Who is your comp for Derek Brown? Do you remember off the top of your head? I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, let's go with Indomitian Sue. Oh, okay. Because I remember th- I remember watching him and thinking, this guy could be Fletcher Cox. Mm. Yeah, that's not bad. There's just because I think he moves a little bit better side to side than Sue is what. Yeah. You tend to move up yeah. and down the line a little bit more than Sue tends to do. Um, I think it's because Sue's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, they just need to. <laughs> but Derek Brown, I just. I just was like, this guy can do whatever. Oh, yeah. This guy could do anything you want him to. <laughs> and he's going to own it. So, yeah. Uh, this is this is a really good. They're going to be really fun. And I've got a couple guys that I, I want to see after the combine. Um, but most of them kind of solidified what you think about them, however you think about them at the combine. Um, and that's D-Lineman. So, there you go. Uh, another good conversation on the D line and we hope you enjoy that we hope you remember some of these names 
Um, Because they're going to go, and they're going to be big time on teams. They're going to... Just think Niners. Like, the Niners are are living and eating with their defensive line. Some of these guys could make your team the Niners if you you get them and uh, everything pans out. Yeah, man. All right. So that's D-Lineman. Next week, we're going to talk Combine. Yep. And we're going to hit two more positions. We're going to almost end the defense. We're going to hit linebackers. We're going to hit safeties. Those classes, not as great as the two we just talked about. They're a little bit more Mm -hmm. top-heavy. So, yeah, we'll be able to dive into those guys. Yeah, man. All right. Thank you for listening. This is Drinking in the Draft. Um, Hopefully you are able to drink fast enough to – to kind of comprehend everything we're talking about. But stay, stay with us, because we're going through the through the NFL uh, the NFL draft, which is April 23rd through the 25th. I'm Disney. This is the captain. We will see you guys next week. Thank you. Later.